Play premium DLC. Premium DLC. Premium DLC. <laughs> I'm Nick Weiger along with Heather Ann Campbell. I'm Heather Ann Campbell along with our producer, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone, and welcome back, Bucket. Edge. Wow. We are doing the dang draft today. Calm down. Men aged 18 to 30 in the mid-1960s. Not that kind of draft. (laughs) We're drafting console games. Actually, more specifically, handheld games. For maybe the best handheld of all time, arguably, it's up there. The Nintendo DS, in terms of breadth and depth of library, it's certainly got a case. Wow. It's one of the best systems of all time. An incredible if, system. If for no other reason than just the user base was yes. so big that they were they were able to take a lot of risks with the system, and uh, and it also had like weirdo controls. Well, okay, so this is there's just the history of Nintendo making these big wild swings, and sometimes they work out and sometimes they flop horribly. But this was one of the ones that worked out maybe the best of all. Maybe the, I mean, the Switch is obviously bigger, but like the, just the, just the audacity to sort of have, we're going to have two screens of this fucking thing and you're going to, and it's going to be a touchscreen stylus, one of them, one of those two screens. And then people loved it. Also, it came out at the same time as the PSP and side by side, you look at those two systems and you would think, oh, I know which one's going to win this generation. It's the one that can play movies it's the one that has this awesome UI. It had like every every part of the PSP was seemed almost like an executive's an executive's video game system. And the initial design of the DS was a chunky plastic piece of shit. Yes. Yes. It is. Yeah, it looks so toy like. Yeah. Yeah. And, and ugly, like kind of just like. It, I don't know. I I have my launch DS still, and hold. I don't enjoy holding it. It doesn't feel. It doesn't feel good to me for some reason. Yeah. That gap in audio was me. I muted myself, and then because <laughs> I got this. Ty- I was typing something on my keyboard, and I try to mute myself when I type so that, that it's not being picked up in the audio. I assume it's being edited out anyway, but just in case. Oh, it's yeah. not too distracting. No. So I muted myself, and then I didn't unmute. And so it's there was okay. just it's, it's a little okay. dead air there. That could potentially be edited out. This might. This whole, this all could be. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I we'll wish, see. I wish I could be edited out. <laughs> <laughs> like, of reality? I wonder. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask Earwolf about some, uh, some contract possibilities. Like... <laughs> I want I want a, uh, a Matt and Nick joke quota that cannot be crossed. <laughs> Wait a minute, it's zero. <laughs> I think uh, you could argue that we've we've still hit that quota. <laughs> <laughs> 
So the 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 DS originally releases in North America uh, in November of 2004. Pretty much, it's pretty much everywhere worldwide by mid 2005. And yeah, you know, it uses uh, very small little carts, tiny little carts, certainly smaller. What were they even? Do you remember they're called game cards? Were they called cards? Oh, I don't mm. even remember. I cart. I always yeah yeah. I don't know because like the Game Boy Advance, I always just called those cartridges. They were yes. like they were right. like trick trick chocolates. You like you wanted to eat them. <laughs> you couldn't well, eat them. I think that's partially true because. That's why they had to they for the the switch carts have a flavor like on That's right. by design the switch carts have a flavor so that when little kids put it in their mouth they think it tastes bad which I don't yeah. know why anyone would think it tastes good anyway but it tastes worse than it normally would yeah mm. so meanwhile kids don't meanwhile, it. meanwhile Tide Pods taste like wintergreen <laughs> fix that oh, oh fix that yeah, come on we gotta change that they're, they're, they're delicious <laughs> oh no man I love chomping on a Tide Pod. Uh, so then they also have the 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 DS is followed by its subsequent models, the much, much more, uh, more appealing DS Lite. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful redesign. And then also the DSi and finally, ultimately, the DSi XL, which was such a that was a bulky big boy uh, with two big old screens. I never yep. had the eye. I didn't really understand the appeal of the eye. Um, I had the light, which yes. then I traded in. I used that as. A partial trade-in for uh, the 3DS, and I wish I still had that because I really liked the the form factor of the of the light quite a bit. But I never I never went I. The the light I think is it was that's where I stopped as well. I mean the the thing about the it was it, the the other two the the DSi and the DSi XL both I think didn't have GBA backwards compatibility. So right. yeah, um, so you're out of luck if you're trying to play your older games. Uh, by the way, originally this was it was intended as not to be a replacement for the Game Boy Advance. It ultimately ended up being the replacement for the Game Boy Advance, but like a third sort of piece of hardware. That the idea is like you'd have your handheld, you'd have your smaller handheld, you'd have your bigger dual screen handheld, and then you'd have your home console that, that, that kind of have yeah that three feels, pillars. That, that feels um, optimistic to Hubristic. be like yeah. The you know what. People, people don't need just one video game console. They need two video game consoles in their bag and a cell phone and an MP3 player. Yes. Like, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and a camera. Uh, <laughs> regardless of their, uh, you know, how, how whatever their, their overly optimistic or ambitious goals for the system it still ended up being a wild success second you, you mentioned heather maybe the best console of all time just in terms of from a merit standpoint in terms of sales it's the second best selling after the ps2 wow so just a just a huge 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 fucking mega hit and it's got a big, a big part of that is due to its great library which we're going to get into now we're going to draft snake style uh, oh no <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. You don't I have can't to. do it. We didn't. You I didn't can't. have to last time. You made yourself. <laughs> Nobody's that. You don't have to do it. You're I giving myself like a three day headache <laughs> doing that bit. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. Good. I'm not going yeah. to. I'm we're, sorry we're to disappoint to... those who want to hear me do a snake impression for a half hour. An impression but of I, a real I, snake. I, I, it's bad for me. 
Yeah. No. <laughs> we're going to, so we're going to get a snake style draft, which means that we will each take a turn and then we'll come back in the opposite order. The person will have two picks in a row at, on either end. Uh, until we each have our full library, what we're what we're saying, a starting five of five picks from this vast, vast library. I think there are going to be ones left on the table. We're going to be like, wow, that game didn't get picked. Oh, there's yeah. a lot of great DS games. A huge, sure. huge library. And I'm sure that um, everyone's going to be. I mean, I think there's going to be there's room for a lot of surprising choices. And no matter what, everyone's going to be mad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the ultimate goal of this podcast, just yeah. to enrage our listeners. Just piss everybody So off. let's get into it. And I'm going to say, Matt, I'm going to give you pick of the litter. You're going to get first overall pick. Oh, my wow. God. And Heather, you can choose. I'll, I'll let you choose if you'd rather go second or third and have two picks in a row. Okay. All right. Wait, do I but choose Matt, that now? Um, I mean, I guess you could. What? It probably would help if you chose it now, because then I could plan. Second. Okay, Heather will go second, then I will have two <laughs> picks in a row. Okay. Great. So I'm looking right. at my picks here, and I am sort of nervous that some of my favorites are going to get picked, and then what, what do I do? Uh, right. how do I How do I pivot uh, to something else? And so... Right out of the way, right out of the gate, I'm just going to come in hot. I'm going to come in blazing. And uh, my first pick is going to be The Legend of Zelda, The Phantom Hourglass. Wow. Wow. Just a, a big one right off the right off the top. That's a choo-choo hot train choice. one, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, no, that's Spirit Tracks. Uh, What's Which one's Phantom Hourglass? Phantom Hourglass, oh, I, 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 too. I it's been so long since I've played it, but I that was the, my first Zelda game. And I believe, let me see, Your hold on. Your first Zelda game. Yeah, my very, very first Zelda game ever. Um, well, they probably put the DS in Matt's crib. I mean, like. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. I, um, yeah, my, <laughs> my baby monitor was a, a second DS in, in another room. Uh, <laughs> and I would send little, uh, the little, that, what is that called? You know how they had that little drawing function and you could send little notes? Oh, yeah. Picto chat? Yeah, I would send little yeah. picto chats when I wanted some milk. Um, <laughs> 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 well, I'm trying to remember what the the, the actual gameplay of it was because there was obviously the hourglass implies there was a, a thing with time. Yes. But I, want I have a summary here. Okay, Many great. months have passed since the events of The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker. He is, a wind wake, he is in the Wind Waker aesthetic. Remembering this more now. I don't think I ever played this one. I think you just played the Chuju one. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, and Link, Tetra, and Tetra's band of pirates have set sail in search of new lands. They come across a patch of ocean covered in a dense fog in which they discover an abandoned ship. Tetra falls into danger when she explores the ship alone, and Link falls into the ocean when he attempts to rescue her. When he washes up unconscious on the shores of a mysterious island, he's awakened by the sound of a fairy's voice. Jesus Christ, goes on and on and on. Um, and then he's... So he's just kind of sailing around. The stylus... Oh, that's right. You were controlling Link with the stylus. That's what yes. it was. There was that, and then there was there were also other puzzles where you like you, you had to use the microphone, so like you right. could blow on the microphone, and it would like blow out like a flame or something, or reveal like a hidden mess. I think. And then there was also another puzzle where you had to close the DS and then open it, and then the puzzle like 
was solved somehow. Like there was like a mm-hmm. thing that was like mechanic where like you had to get th- something that was on one screen on the other screen and close yes. it, and then it was on both. Um, and I I remember probably reading about this game in like Electronic Gaming Monthly or something, the magazine that I, that I liked that I read. Um, and just being so excited about it and being surprised because I've never I had no interest in Zelda before. And my only other Zelda game I had played after this is Breath of the Wild. I never played another wow. Zelda game. So the, wow. a large gap in the, you know, in, in my Zelda um, knowledge. And so but I, I feel like it's a beloved DS game. So I had to I had to stake my claim uh, and get it on the board first. Hey, can't go wrong with a Zelda. Heather Ann Campbell, it falls to you with your pick in the Nintendo DS draft. What do you select? Same same panic has set in as what Apodaga just expressed. <laughs> and I'm going to pick a game that I'm certain Apodaca would have chosen. Oh, no. Uh, which is Pokemon Black. Wow. wow. And the reason is, when Pokemon Black came out, I was living in New York and I was fucking depressed. And playing Pokemon Black, which sort of takes place in a pseudo New York landscape, helped me reframe my adventures in New York City. Wow. And so I would come home after a rough day, open up my DS and play Pokemon Black. And I was like, you know what? It, it's kind of neat that I live here. It's kind of neat that I'm walking around right. in these streets. It's okay. There's a there's an adventure to be had somewhere. I just got to keep my chin up. Um so yeah, I was uh I was really grateful for that game when it came out. It was very personal to me. Um and I think it was also the game that had uh the introduction of my favorite uh Pokémon of all time, Trubbish. Yeah. And Garbodor. Wow. Uh, I love those guys. Those are my favorite. I wish that I could get a life-size plush. <laughs> like, a, like a big one in my in my house. Uh, it, would mean a, it would mean a lot to me. But also kind of funny that it was like, well, New York's filthy. There's trash bags on the street. How about a trash right. Pokemon? <laughs> uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. There was also like, I feel like that was also the one where you made like little like little music videos showing off your fashion. Like there were so many neat little bits in Pokemon Black. Um, Loved it. I'm assuming with that pick that also Pokemon White is off the table, right? You're you're taking both of them. You're choosing the black version. I mean, like, I don't know. I have no idea how different they are. I think they're the same game, right? Yeah, they're they're just different starter Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fine. There is... um, the, the only game that also has a sequel, too, which is uh, mm. Black and White 2 also. Which also, right. by the way, I should say, if you were worried about me picking that, I wasn't because I've. it's the only Pokemon game I've never played. The wow. only mainline Pokemon game I've never played before. Wow. Uh, and now looking for them, uh, there's, there's one on this website that's going for... Fifteen hundred dollars. It's what? Se- like it's sealed. Come on, 
Yeah. Pokemon Black 2. That's absurd. On JNL Game. Well, Abaduck, if you ever wanted to borrow my copy, you can play a little Pokemon Black. Wow. I'm going to have to take you up. But yeah, I've never, everyone tells me how good it is. And I, it's, it's the one, for some reason, I was like, oh, because I think I had gotten, well, I'm not going to say, because I don't want to necessarily reveal my other picks. Ooh. Okay. So never mind. Nice little tease. Nice little tease and a great pick from Heather. Uh, hey, I have two picks in a row now. Nice. Wow. This is how the snake style draft works. I get two in a row. Then it goes back to Heather, and then Matt has two in a row. Wow. So everyone, on both of you on deck, start thinking of what you're, let your noodles work on what you're going to pick. I have a feeling, hmm, I'm here, I'm going to take a, I'm, a, I'm going to attempt, because there are four picks intervening between when it gets back to me, and I'm going to try something tricky and gamble that what, that, that the other game I want will still be there in the pool. And I don't know if that's true. But I'm doing this because I think that makes sense to pick these as a duo. Wow. So the thing that happened with the DS library is, you know how it, with, the su- with the Super NES, every game had Super in front of it? Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? And then with the 64, everything had 64 as a suffix. Yeah. It, yes. was, it, was, it, was, it was whatever 64. One thing yeah. that happened with the DS is that everyone tried put it, do it, to do it using DS as an acronym and having that be a subtitle where it would be like, you know... Um, Super Mario Brothers dick suck or something. <laughs> it would be like, it'd be. T- Hi. <laughs> or, or I, like, uh, or like, you know, it, it will be, it would be, uh, fucking, what's another franchise? Uh, Contra. Dick suck. Uh, yeah, dick suck. <laughs> mm. Contra, no. dynamite shockwave. Uh. Like, it would be, you know, like, it'd be things like that. Um, And so I'm picking two of those games, two games that use that convention. Mm -hmm. First up in the Advance Wars series, Advance Wars Dual Strike. Wow. And secondly, one of the Metroidvanias, Castlevania Dawn of Sorrow. Ooh, good game. Good game. Those are my two. That was on my short list. Two DS games with DS subtitles. Wow. Heather, back to you. What, you're not going to talk about them? You're just going to be like, these are the games? Next? I thought the you dick can... suck thing was pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, no, there these it are, is. No, these are both great. I mean, like, uh, you know, I honestly... These are ones where I honestly probably prefer the Game Boy Advance versions over these hmm. ones. Like, mm-hmm. you know, hmm. like the Game Boy Advance... Um, uh, it kind of had like the the initial these these were sequels to established series at these points, but mm-hmm. they're still really really good. Uh, they are the the advanced dual strike really like because you had the two screens you could you had like basically a a, a bigger map or just like an easier to read map mm-hmm. um, for for the tactical combat and. I mean, and also it was one of those things where, like, when you are dealing with a sort of stra- a turn-based strategy interface, like, just, hey, this that's where a touchscreen stylus uh, comes into play and, and works well. And then also it's just, like, I don't know. I mean, the the, the Metroid, the Castlevania, you know, everything since Symph- Symph- Symphony of the Night, for the most part, have, have been these Metroidvanias, these exploratory games um, where things gradually open up and you gra- gain new abilities and improve your character. And it, it's just a great, it's a formula that that's always works. And, and I think, you know, I can't remember. I think they had two of these on the DS, but um, Dawn of Sorrow uh, was the best one. Uh, 
So yeah, those are my picks. Heather, back to you. Excellent. Excellent. Well, my next pick is uh, Sonic Rush. And the reason is... Wow. Mm. We were in the middle of what felt like a Sonic drought when Sonic Rush came out. Like, there had just not been good Sonic games for a little bit. Yes. And then Sonic Rush came out, and I was like, man, they could still do it. They still know how. Mm-hmm. Also, watching that little guy race from one screen to the next, that was that was satisfying. It was good times. I think it had a good soundtrack, too. I haven't... I haven't played that game in a decade, but it's still I've, I when I'm like if somebody was like, oh, I love Sonic Rush, I would say I also think I love Sonic Rush. Wow. Wow. So Sonic Rush pick number two in my snake style DS draft. Hell All right, Matt, you snakes. Get- <laughs> <laughs> Matt, you get two picks in a row now. OK, so. Hmm. All right. Okay. I've I've been on record saying that the previous two games in this series are two of my maybe all-time favorite games for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. But this one was new to the DS and I think also new to the United States of America. And they also they like remat like they did a whole they built this game from the ground up. It's in it's uh, with three D models. I'm picking Final Fantasy three for DS, wow. the three D remake. And it's, so yeah, this is this is the this was as you mentioned this was the uh, this was Famicom. This was Japanese Japan only. This was I think the first U S release. Yes, and this is not the Final Fantasy three for Super Nintendo. That's actually Final Fantasy six. Yes, and so yeah, this is True Blue Final Fantasy three. And it is, it's wonderful. I loved this game. Um, I, I, you know, uh, having only played the Dawn of Souls collection one and two, going into this, I was like, oh, like I understand. I like I, I, lo- I just had a great time with it. Um, and it's a game that I, I miss, that I, I don't have anymore. And I, I, I'm mad because I'm sure it's gonna cost me an arm and a leg to. To get it back, yeah. um, but I, I I really really loved it. Um, so that's my first pick of these two. That's my second mm. pick. Mm. My wow. other pick is gonna also follow the DS subtitle at, with, at like Nick like Nick did, and yes. this is a game that I'd seen played on console and never played myself. But when they had the the portable version of it, I knew I had to get involved because also. This had a gimmicky way to play it. And that's Ninja Gaiden Dragon Sword. Ooh. And if you don't remember that game, it, you had to hold the DS sideways. Mm. And sort of like a book. Right. And you had mm-hmm. you you slashed on one screen and like move I don't remember exactly how it worked, but like you had to, I think you controlled your guy <laughs> with the stylus also. And were mo- and slashed at the screen. You, you're, you're, the game also came with a sword stylus, which was like what, what I, I was in high school when this came sure. out, and I was just like, sure. "This is this fucking rocks." It's a yeah. little sword. <laughs> <laughs> Too old to think it was the coolest thing ever, but I was like, "Guys, this is really cool." And my friends are like, "Leave, shut up." Uh, <laughs> but I really like that game. 
It's really, it, it, I felt like it was difficult. It was a unique way to play the DS, and so it, it deserves a spot in my draft. Wow. I love it. All wow. right, Heather, your next pick. My next pick is a game that I have referenced in Heather's whole before. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got up, but I got into a spit take. <laughs> <laughs> Took a nice hearty sip of kombucha. I was not expecting to hear Heather's hole. <laughs> and the game is Contact, which is a really unique yeah. uh, RPG for the DS with a combination of graphic styles, a meta narrative uh, where you where the player themselves is sort of like invoked by the characters on screen, an excellent soundtrack, and. Um, you know, it takes a lot of swings, and that is emblematic of the best games of the DS for me, are the ones that are like, hey, what if we did this? And then they do it, and you're like, hmm, that's not great, but you tried. <laughs> <laughs> I like, yeah, I like the idea. That's nice yeah. that you thought of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A lot of creative games for the DS and, hey, some really slick remakes as well, which brings me to my next pick. Whoa. I gambled at one that this was still on the table. Chrono Trigger, the wow. DS version. It's a good now, game. Now, it's a great game. It's, it's, it's one of the best JRPGs of all time, maybe the best. Fantastic. And it's a really, really good port slash remake. Uh, and the the Chrono Trigger also had some remakes that were a little clunkier, like the PS1 version had really long load times. I mean, like, it was a fucking PS1 game. What do you expect? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it, it, the one that they, you can get on, like, Steam now, it just has, like, it just has that ugly fucking phone aesthetic, you know? It's just not a good... I, I, there's probably a phone version, too, that also is ugly as shit. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's a... <laughs> Uh, yeah, this this uh, it retains what's gorgeous about this game, uh, both you know graphically, but then also artistically. It just it's it's a it is the game, and you know as far as definitive versions, I don't know if it's the definitive one. Maybe it's still say the Super NES version, but it's it's a very very good version of a very very good game. And hey, I got a handheld. I got to have some time wasters on there. I got to have some things that just keep me occupied. This is a game that really surprised me when I picked it up. And I just played the shit out of it, and I I got absolutely uh, like I finished like every single bit of content within this game. Picross, Picross oh. DS. Okay, okay. Again, Picross series has ex- had existed from before the DS era, but was one that was just like it, it was better to play with a fucking stylus, better to play with a touchscreen because you're basically just you know trying to come up with a, a, a trying to d- divine a piece of pixel art from a bunch of context clues. And that's just, it, it just plays better with a touchscreen. So yeah, this was a, this was a game that's sneaky. I don't know if they've been making more pick crosses, but if they haven't, they should. It, it's, it's, it's a great, great little concept. Yeah. I've never played that before, but it looks like it could be, um, Maybe meditative is not the right word, but like a relaxing, fun little like puzzle. Yeah. yeah. Little brain teasers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Heather, back to you. Okay. My next game on. Wait, do I do two in a row or I just do one? You just do one. No, you do one. I do. I always do one. You always, you always do, one. do one. My next game is Scribble Knots. Wow. Uh, wow. Scribble Knots is a game where you write. 
you write an object and then it appears on screen so that your character can use it. It felt like magic. It was it, it, it was one of those games when it premiered at E3 that people like it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like a big giant presentation. There wasn't a lot of fanfare. And yet everybody who found it on the show floor, and I was a games journalist, I think, at this time, mm-hmm. uh, was like, wait a minute. How the fuck is this happening? This game is insane. Yeah, like right. you can write Tyrannosaurus Rex and it appears. You can write Paperclip and it appears. Like how how is it possible that a puzzle is, oh, there's a tree on fire. How do you put it out? And it's like, well, garden hose, water can. But you could also like water balloon or yeah, there's tidal so wave. many yeah. tidal waves, right. so many solutions to things that it it was as much about solving the puzzle at hand as it was discovering a crazy way to solve that puzzle. Yes. And that made it an incredible game. Uh, I know they, there was a sequel. I never played the sequel because once you, you do it, you're like, okay, I get it. Yeah. But also... What a, what a, somebody sat down and was like, what if we make a game where you just write something and it appears? That's audacious. Yeah. yeah. A Very great, ambitious. A great DS game here in our DS draft. <laughs> well, like you said, Heather, it just, it, it, it really did feel like a magic trick. It's just, yeah. it's just like under the hood, whatever they're doing to pull that off is really, really impressive. All right, Matt. So you get, wait, you've got, you have made three. Three, three picks at this point. Yeah, I have my final. So this two is your picks. final two. Yeah, um, and this game was a, a game that I I didn't play any of the ones before it. I jumped in at this one uh, just because it looked cool to me. Probably also was uh, highly praised in Electronic Gaming Monthly, um, and I was like, okay, I just like any game that they said was good. I was like, well, I have to get yeah. that. That seems great. I'll get that one. Yeah, I'm a sheep. Yeah. Um, ba ba. Um, <laughs> don't count me. You'll fall asleep. <laughs> Jesus, Nick is joking. <laughs> Just spit up some of Matt's kombucha somehow. Yeah, I'm a I'm one of these like street magicians now. I, I do all sorts of <laughs> tricks to make you go what? Um, but this game, yeah, is uh, is a uh, is a franchise, a beloved franchise, and also has an entry that we just played on the show that was absolutely dog shit. The my pick for the my uh, DS draft is Contra Four. Wow, Contra Four is. The hardest game I've ever played in my entire life. <laughs> it is unbelievably hard. But in the in the same way that Contra Contra is hard, but it's fun. It's yes. fun to try to play Contra. But Contra 4 somehow is far and above any difficult game ever. Like it's it's unbelievably hard. Wow. I could get I was get I, I don't think I ever beat it. I got like close to beating it and then just like, you know, you get fucked up and then it's, it's over. It's over yeah. so fast. But it was a game that I, I also still don't have anymore. I got rid of so many DS games ready, getting ready for the 3DS. I was like, well, I'm not going to yes. play these. They're not in 3D. 
Oh yeah, me too. I so the I I already p- mentioned you, Chrono you Trigger fools. my pick. I know. You so stupid. <laughs> I here's here's a distinct memory I had. I went to GameStop and I had my my copy of Chrono Trigger as well as some other games. And when I handed him handed Chrono Trigger over, the two clerks there both went, oh, <laughs> like I was handing them a bar of platinum. And then one of the clerks was like, hey, GameStop will give you, you know, they'll give you like $4 in store credit. I'll give you like $40 cash if I can buy this from you directly. And, and so I just sold it in cash to this GameStop clerk. That's unbelievable. Yeah, he probably played it for 100 hours, and now it's up on eBay for fucking a quarter of a million dollars or whatever yes. the fuck. You oh, idiots. Wow, and Heather you still has idiots. her pristine copy she's holding up for the camera. <laughs> uh, Man. Yeah, also a game I've never played before. Um, I've so never good, played Co- Chrono Trigger. Um, but maybe I should. Um, God, that game shot fucking that, sucks. That they- music, <laughs> the music in Chrono Trigger is worth, I mean, like, you have to play it. Yeah, Abadak, yeah. you have to play it. I'm on an also, RPG. Also, I got you mother. I got you mother three, and you you assholes never played that game. I, I oh, yeah, let me tell you something, Heather. <laughs> I played. I've played some of it, and I every time I played it, I picked it up. I'm like, wow, I should really finish this. And then I put it down, and then a thin layer of dust covers my my Game Boy Advance SP. But it's I'll tell you right now, it's in my Game Boy Advance SP. Great, great. Wow, it makes me feel great. Wow. <laughs> The box like is on my Santa shelf. Claus came, Santa Claus came down the chimney and he was like, here's a bicycle. And you were like, thanks, Santa. And you threw it in the trash. <laughs> it still got the bow on it, Santa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but my, my final pick for the DS draft. Matt's final pick. My final pick is this is a game. That I, that I, you know, I'm just going to say, it's Pokemon Pearl. It's Pokemon Pearl. Wow. It's, but I think Pokemon Pearl outside of the original and maybe, and gold, I think gold is my favorite ever. Plat, mm-hmm. Pearl, it's part of the conversation. Pearl is unbelievably good. I love Pearl. Yes. Uh, they're remaking it and I'm going to buy it and I'm going to do exactly what I do with every single Pokemon remake, is get to the first three places and be like, I've had enough of this. I've played this for <laughs> 200 hours. Like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm going to play this again? Uh, but I'm excited about the remake, and that's honestly why I probably never played Black or Black 2 or, or you know, White and White 2, is because the DS had a, uh, a king's bounty of Pokemon titles on it. It had Pearl and Diamond, it had Platinum, and it had Heart Gold and Soul Silver. And yeah. I double-dipped it. I got Platinum, and I got, um, and I got Heart Gold. And so I wow. was like, I'm set. I don't need another Pokemon game. They, they're giving me, you're giving me too much. I'm full. I'm not going to have any more. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'll take it to go. And I just never, I never played it. Um, but... Yeah, Pokemon, Pokemon Pearl. I'm very, very excited about the remake. I'm so excited about the remake that I might actually play the entire thing. Wow. Because <laughs> uh, it's got, it got great Pokemon. It's got my boy Piplup. I'm going to be excited to pick Piplup again. Uh, Piplup. And, and then just go Piplup. fucking Piplup. ham on him. Piplup. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right, Matt, give us a recap on your, ros- your full roster real All quick. All right, my roster was 
The Legend of Zelda, Phantom Hourglass, Final Fantasy 3, Ninja Gaiden, Dragon Sword, Contra 4, and Pokemon Pearl. Quite a lineup. Heather Ann Campbell. Wait, let's see. Are you, is this your final pick or do you have one more after this? This is my final pick. This is Heather's final pick, so we'll hear, hear your roster as well after this game, which is... Wait, what? What's, what's your pick? Okay, great. I was just trying to say we're going to hear what your final roster is after this game, which is... I was like, pick. this is my final. And you That's were like, I, after. But, no, I meant like, we'll hear your full roster. Like, you'll give your pick and then we'll hear everything that you pick so far. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well... Just trying to be, like, dramatic. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay. <laughs> my... My final pick in this Snake DS draft is my favorite game on the DS, The World Ends With You. Wow. What is, a gamble to assume it would still be there. And it was. Well, I know you assholes haven't played it. So, like, why? <laughs> I, had no, I had no concerns. Like, oh, this game's too good for them. Uh, it wow. is every version of this game that has been released since it came out on the DS has been inferior. It has uh, limited the playability of the game, which relied on the two screens. One screen you were controlling with the D-pad, the other screen you were controlling with the stylus simultaneously. So your eyes were just furiously bouncing up and down, trying to manage two separate play styles at the exact same time while also telling a batshit story that made almost no sense from the same lunatics involved with Kingdom Hearts. I mean, it's yeah. it's one heck of a game. Uh, and uh, the soundtrack was also fucking killer. It's a great game. The anime couldn't make it through two episodes. Wow. Am I excited about <laughs> Neo? The world ends with with you. Whatever the fuck just comes out now came out mm-hmm. now or is coming out this week. Zero percent. <laughs> I am uninterested in that game. But for one brief shining moment, the window of opportunity opened and closed and let in the world ends with you for the Nintendo DS. So my final roster is. Pokemon Black, Sonic Rush, Contact, Scribblenauts, and The World Ends With You. Really representing the breadth of the DS's library with your roster there, Heather. Well done. That brings it, it brings it to me. I'm bringing it home with my pick. A lot of options here. A lot of ways I could go. But I'm going with, a, I think, a somewhat forgotten platformer. In an often, you know, uh, neglected or, or I think like not forgotten, the character is fondly remembered, but the actual entries in the series, I think, are maybe not thought about as much. Uh, I'm referring to Kirby. Wow. And Kirby Canvas Kirby. Curse. Kirby. Now, Kirby Canvas Curse involved using the stylus to draw like a fucking, uh, you know, you're basically drawing the path that Kirby was going to glide along. And... It made this little, like, sort of rainbow. I don't remember what it was. You had, like, a magic paintbrush or some shit. It was all... So many fucking DS games had, like, a magic paintbrush. Here is your magic paintbrush. That's right. your justification for whatever the stylus movie you're doing. Doesn't matter. Uh, but, yeah, you would you would just sort of... You, you, you could draw the path that Kirby was going. You could interact with the environment in other ways um, uh, with the stylus. 
uh, you know, like 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 blasting down barricades and what have you. And so it was just a fun way to navigate a platformer. And it was really, really super playable, very easy and not too long. But you know what? A real, real fun time. And you had a little, you had, you had a little uh, a ball shaped Kirby just tumbling around everywhere. It was just adorable as, as shit. Uh, so that's my pick, and my final roster: Advance Wars, Dual Strike, Castlevania: Dawn of Sorrow, Chrono Trigger, Picross DS, and Kirby Canvas Curse. While we picked fifteen different games, we left a bunch of good games on the table, a bunch of the Dragon Quest series. Yeah, we didn't even get to you know the 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 new Super Mario Brothers. No eh, Mario, Mario Kart on the DS. At all. Yeah, no, no Mario and Luigi. Eh. There were a couple of Mario and Luigi's. Come on. Eh. I'm just saying there was a lot of really, really good stuff for the <laughs> Nintendo DS. A great platform <laughs> and fun to talk about it and go down memory lane with the two of you. Oh yeah. Yes. What a great, what a great, great system. The DS. Man, it's great. It's it's more like dual smiles. Am I wow, right? Wow, very good. <laughs> very be sure good. to follow us on Twitter and Instagram. <laughs> I mean, that's what me and Matt are doing right now. Yeah. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Get Played Pod or send us an email at getplayedpod at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 6162played, 616-275-2933. That'll do it for this episode of How This Get Played Premium DLC. DLC you later. 